Hi, this is Thomas with Believe in the Run. This is Robbie with Believe in the Run. And this is Megan with Believe in the Run. And you're listening to The Drop, our weekly podcast about running, Robbie. Yeah, so much, <laughs> so much running. The run life. Um, and Megan is pulling an AI move out of town <laughs> this week. Mm. Yeah, I'm in Boston. So are you going to create an AI image of I mean, I think I should do all three of us this week. <laughs> like, we'll just do it. I didn't up. think the one of Robbie was very good, and people thought it was great. People loved it. That, that says a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it gave you a fedora. Yeah, the running. So for those who aren't aware, last week I was in Florida and to promote the podcast on our Instagram, Thomas created an AI image of myself. I and put in a description of what I think Robbie is. Yeah, but you put in the AI prompt like a runner with a mustache and a, and a running hat. But yeah, photorealistic. And it came up with a fedora. So. <laughs> so guess what's coming next? That's going to be yeah. the next hot move. We just didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah. Screw the Legionnaire. The fedora is in. Yeah. So Robbie's back this week. He's in studio. Unfortunately, or I guess fortunately for Meg, uh, she's up in Boston. I mean, I told you about my morning. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty great, to be honest. Yeah, it sounded pretty good. <laughs> Wait, uh, so why, why don't you tell us what you're doing up there? Yeah. Um, so yesterday I raced the BAA 10K um, in the on top 20 female American. Ooh, I, I in the on cloud boom echo three. Yeah. Um, my race performance was not. We'll talk about great, that. but the shoes were. So yeah, we could talk about them later. Um. Yeah, but wait, when she says her race performance wasn't great, it wasn't what she was hoping for. <laughs> she was top 20 American women on a day where it was super hot. 70, what was it at the start? My splits tell a pretty good story of what happened. <laughs> my first mile was a 538 and my last mile was a 614. So, you know, a little positive split there. <laughs> did, what, did you think you were... You could hold the five forty pace. I thought like oh no, I thought on a really maybe. good day I could hold high five forties, low five fifties. But that's I mean, that's, that's on a like a maybe. dreamy cool day, which we did not get. <laughs> so does this course have any shade or anything, or is it just in the sun? Uh, it was pretty much entirely in the sun. There was a little bit of shade here and there, um, but you're basically just running on an open road. And we were hoping it was going to be overcast because that's what the forecast called for, but instead it was bright sunshine. Mm. And not as flat as as described. <laughs> so did you – ah, okay. Well, here, here's the, the crazy thing. You know, when you get to run like Megan, you get to get up there. She also had fan support. Uh, Paul Lang shot a video of her. You had people yelling your name. So, you know, that was, that was probably pretty helpful. But the other thing is you told me that the problem I had when I did the BAA 5K the day before the Boston Marathon, where I was like, I lined up at this like high six yeah. minute pace group. And it was about tw 20 I would say it's a quarter mile from the start even when, or not that far, it's probably a tenth of a mile from the start when you line up at, at the mid sixes for the 5K. And I had to like walk through people. And I think that Megan had the same problem with uh, the 10K you were describing to me. Yeah, what was crazy is it, there's 10,000 people that run this event. So there's it's massive, but they 
do a like self-selected start. So basically you line up where you believe, obviously your bib has either a wave one or a wave two. So you have to kind of follow those guidelines, but within wave one, there's thousands of people and it's where you feel you should be starting is where you go. And for whatever reason, people that are not running fast love to be in the front. And I don't get it at all. That's what I would, I don't understand. I, I don't get it either because it can't be fun getting no. just like right. pushed and shoved out of the way by people coming up behind you who are running faster. And I found it like it wasn't just that they weren't running the pace that they should have been for the area that they were in. They also usually had like a group of friends. So you'd have like <laughs> four people walking wide in like you're like trying to get by them and you're jumping up on the sidewalks and stuff like that. Is it, is it a similar course as the 5k make? Do you, do you start at that part? Yeah, it's the same exact starting spot. Um, I didn't look at the 5k course, but I imagine it's pretty similar. You probably just turn around a lot sooner, like half of it. (laughs) Yeah, that's my guess. (laughs) So did you kind of line up beside Molly's sidle and give her like the I got you look. Yeah, it was just me and her like side by side. No, what was really cool is that um, they, there's a pro field. So they have their own start that's completely separate from ours. They like have a whole other street next to us. But while we're lined up waiting for them to start, we get to watch them all doing their like striders back and forth. So it was like really cool to be standing there watching like Emily Sisson and Molly Seidel and Helen O'Beary, like just doing striders. No, so, you don't do striders. So, like, no, if you we're, we're packed pro, in like sardines, will, will just watching the around? pros do their stuff. Right, but will you do that? Will you do the little show if you become pro? Absolutely not. I'm never gonna, yeah, never gonna be at that level. So we don't have to worry about it. You're just gonna stand there while people are running around. Yeah. You. Um, okay. So, real quick question about the course. So, the course for the 5K was like you ran up to that tunnel that you come into the Boston Marathon, you start coming into downtown or to yep. the finish line. So did you have, cause that would be hilly cause you'd have to run, that's kind of a downhill to the finish. So are you running uphill first and then turning around and coming downhill for the second half? It's rolling basically the whole time. So you go through that tunnel down that bridge and then you go up a hill, down a hill, up a hill, down a hill and back. So it's, you're basically just on mm. a, Sound. rolling course the whole time did you beat any of the people that were doing those striders next <laughs> to you looking all you beat a pro good? there was one woman in the pro field who technically my time was faster but no i didn't they start five minutes earlier or whatever okay feel feel free to call her out <laughs> i will not you can put a picture of her in her story <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, that's pretty awesome though yeah, I mean the so race. Why the race else was are you cool. Up in, why are you now the ten k is over? Yeah. Why Why are you still in Boston? Because the race is. Oh, over. so we are going to um, do some lab testing with New Balance on Tuesday. So we're going to go in and sort of test out the carbon fiber plated shoes, like the SC Trainer Two versus some non uh, plated shoes, to see like some of the results and and some of that data. And uh, then we're going to host a group run on Tuesday night. Uh, out of heartbreak. So when you say test the shoes, the plated ones, you're looking to see if your VO2, the economy, the efficiency of the plated shoe with the foam helps over, say, a normal shoe like a 880 or something like that. We're specifically, I believe, going to be testing the the 1080 versus the SC Trainer 2. 
Cool. Will it be the new 1080 or last year's 1080? My understanding is it will be last year's. Okay. Probably. So you need to get in that that ice container that they have there. They have like a... <laughs> oh, you mean the room? Yeah, the, the, where they can drop the temperature to like Rocky fighting the freezer you know when he's like fighting the, the, the sides of beef yeah the um you need to I, I wanted that to be part of the training last year just hanging you know butchered pigs in there and fighting them um rocky style but then they did they weren't cool with it so yeah so they have a climate controlled room maybe it's called a meat locker i keep but they also can be <laughs> yeah. hot in there yeah don't do that with the cuts of meat in there it's gonna turn out smell poorly. bad yeah <laughs> um i'm so who's going to be there with you doing the testing it's going to be megan featherston jess mobald emily heller and myself and laura green will be there uh helping us film it and yeah wow. feathers is going back this will be feathers second time yes seems a little yeah it'll, all female unfair. so it'll be a lot of fun oh ask them if they remember how good me and thomas were at basketball Mm. Um, we it should be on security video somewhere yeah okay it was i what's funny is i remember i we probably talked about this last year but i remember like playing one-on-one and we were terrible but i was thinking we probably i mean we probably look pretty good and then i saw a video of us and i was like oh man that's I loved it. I thought we did look good. <laughs> it's like really embarrassing. Look like Wait, who was we who was videoing you guys play yeah. basketball? Brandon probably. Brandon or Jared oh. or someone like yeah. that. Yeah. Um actually I think it was Meg I think it was Meg Featherston that was recording us. Might have been. <laughs> yeah, she was probably like, Look at these fools. I gotta um, yeah. put this on the internet. Accurate. She put yeah. chimpanzee music on, you know, like in the background. Like circus music? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but speaking of circus, how's, how's your running? <laughs> I didn't actually mean to. Uh, it is a circus right now. Cause it's like a, it's like a trapeze artist. I've been using the lever a ton. Or we could do a freak show segue to your, and get a status update on your face since we talked about <laughs> that. Yeah, that's why I'm wearing a hat. For you don't want to see it. Oh, really? You don't want to see it. So last, last. Like the Phantom of the Opera over here. Yeah, so. It made in the shadows. If you don't know, yes. There we go. Um, <laughs> if you don't know, last week uh, uh, we talked a little bit about, I had to, I'm putting this uh, uh, chemo cream on my face. To, sh- we should clarify you don't have cancer. I, no, it's, it's pre-cancerous. So okay, yeah. this stuff's supposed to get rid of it. And I thought I was going to escape, like Megan and I were looking at it, because at first, I've been doing it now for almost a week, and they said two weeks is when it's like going to get bad. And uh, so it's starting to, I'm starting to see this, yeah, see I this see, stuff. I see it, but it just looks like you had a long night of drinking, really. I don't know, like, if you see, like... Oh, yeah, okay. Bam, don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> scary. But what's about... So don't, don't do that in front of my kids. What's <laughs> Come here, children. Um, it's supposed to melt off my face and then good skin underneath and all all good. But I will tell you this, man. It is, it's a bummer because it feels like I got a sunburn all the time. Oh, it actually feels like that too? Yeah. Is that like a... Do you feel like maybe that's how... If you live near Chernobyl, Chernobyl that's how you feel? I really felt? do feel like this... I'm getting... Like this... I can't believe this is the way that we treat this stuff. It's like burn your face. Here, put it on a I mean, burner. It seems a little like snake oil salesman early nineteen. It's like archaic. Like, throw some leeches on there too and see what yeah. happens. It's twenty twenty three and <laughs> yeah. the best solution I feel is like to in hundred years we might come burn your face off. Well right. what's 
What's great, I went out with some of the Faster Bastards last night. So we went to uh, Nick's Fish House and we got drinks and we're, you know, having a good time. And of course, someone says, what's going on? You got some, uh, what what do you call it? Uh, What's the dry skin one called? Eczema? Yeah, you got some psoriasis or something going on? No, I'm like, so I, I'm like, I pull off the hat and show them what's going on. They're like, like the look was of like horror. Like, oh, yeah. And they're like, what happened? <laughs> I'm like, I got to put this cream on. Did you do a before and after just to see that the changes are? There's nothing to see before. Like, it well, that's was just I mean, like little but, dry spots. But I mean, after, like, do you think your face is going to be glowing? Like, you're going to have a radiance? Like you- They did say that I will have the face of a 12-year-old. Oh. When... Yeah, everybody's doing this. Now. Seems like something Gwyneth Paltrow would be all over. Goop. Yeah, she yeah. definitely has some chemo cream in her goop line. Uh, yeah. mm. You'd probably take, um, it's like cold plunges, but in that cream. That's probably a thing <laughs> that happens in the Hollywood underground. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're going to be all right, though. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, if you know, if my face grows back afterwards, it'll be cool. Yeah, it's, I can't believe when I was writing the title for last week's episode, I was like, how did I not reference John Travolta face off during that? <laughs> that would have been good. You could be Nick Cage. Yeah, who could do it? Face off. Um, uh, yeah, so that, that's that's so much fun, and you know, I I get to do that and then see the results. It's fun, but that doesn't affect your running. <laughs> so if can when you go. No, it yeah. doesn't. And I had okay. So running though, if anything, it might make you a little bit superhuman. My my foot is, I think, doing better. But I've also gone back to, I've been doing like forty minutes of cycling and then running, you know, three to four miles, and I've been using the lever. And today I did it again, and then I did the lever. But then I wanted to, because I've been running uh, on the on shoe that we're going to talk about. Uh, but I wanted, I obviously wanted to get it on the road. So I ran to the office afterwards today as well. And then mm-hmm. I'll run home in it. But, you know, we might as well talk about it. Because, like, you've got some opinions. You just ran it this weekend. How's your running going? Hey, this is Thomas. First check-in. It's getting hot out there. And this is the time of year when you really got to dial in that hydration. I know Megan and Megan won't stop talking about it. You're probably going to hear about it in every city across the country. But make sure you're hydrating. Make sure you're drinking that water before you head out on the run. Make sure you're carrying water with you. Make sure you're hydrating after. It's really going to help. Yeah, I ran, I guess it was a Faster Bastards Believe Run Club joint run up on the NCR Trail, which is a old rail trail kind of in the shaded part of baltimore county i don't think the shade helped though no it was it was pretty miserable in the way that it was humid like just ridiculous humidity and like raining and then it stopped raining warm uh i i I will say being in florida the week before helps (laughs) help transition me into it i was like oh this is normal because that's what i was running in florida see Um, and you wore the legionnaire hat yeah that was a horrible idea i think so because that would just trap in all the Heat. It's exactly what happened, yeah. and it's not a thin Legionnaire hat, so I would have. Could you fold the flaps up? Yes, yeah, so that's what I did on the way back. I mean, I looked good, 
<laughs> for the first five miles and then <laughs> i got there's photos make uh, i saw Brandon them i see i saw the ones robbie. that robbie put on oh. his strava and i was oh, yeah. i was very upset about it okay it, that you didn't have one to wear for the ba <laughs> that you're trying to make it a that, thing and now kafuzi put it on and was taking a video of it and everyone's like wearing yeah. it no kafuzi kafuzi did not give Give the uh, okay on it. Kafuzi can actually pull it off, though. That's the thing. He, so he needs, and he did say he commented back and said, "The more I look at this, the more I think I can do it." And so I think he might go for it. Are you gonna? So we're going out to run with Norda. Are you gonna bring the Legionnaire hat for that run? Probably. Should, should I? I'm gonna I, bring it for every run. I have a blue one and a cream one. Yeah, I would. I would like to try some of the other ones. The sore one that just came out looked pretty cool too. Um, but yeah, so I, I did wear that. It was hot and the run was pretty muddy. So my all white on Cloud Boom Echo 3s were destroyed by the end, just completely covered in mud and filth. Um, I did, I liked them. Are we talking about the shoe right now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we'll talk about the shoe and then get back into randomness. So I personally, I I did like them. I felt I feel like they're fast, but like I, there's no way I would wear them for a marathon. They'd feel a, a touch firm, not in a bad way. Uh, unstable, like very thin platform. So in some ways, they remind me, which I told you guys, of the Saucony Endorphin Pro One slash Two, because of that kind of like thin rail of a platform, as well as the toe off kind of reminds me of that like the snap like the plate in it I don't yeah know. i don't know the toe off not so much for me i would because i you had already mentioned that comment so when i was running in here today i was like okay here's where i see the similarity that maybe robbie's talking about it is super narrow and it is like it is like running on a rail it's not like that. We're getting a lot of these shoes with a wider forefoot. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you get more stable as you go up on the toe. But I, I, I really like the foam in this. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a P-back, so it's going to be nice. And it's, I mean, it's definitely the best on racing shoe to date. As oh, far yeah. as like better, much better than the last two versions. But Meg, you ran it yesterday at the BA 10K. So what did you think? I mean, I loved it. I love it even more, even after a not perfect race. Like, and I said this in the first thoughts video, but when I was getting ready to do a workout the other day, I put one of these shoes on and I put an old pair of Alpha Fly ones on, one on each foot. And I was like, this yeah. feels better. The on felt better. And so I went out and did my workout in the on. Mind you, it was an old pair of Alpha Fly one that had probably 300 miles on it, but this and you're yeah. saying this feels firm. I feel like this foam is quite soft and it feels like I feel like yeah. there's something with the Alpha Fly yeah. where the Zoom X is soft enough that you feel the pop from the plate, but firm enough that you get this mm -hmm. like bouncy propulsive feeling. And I feel like the on has done a really good job with that in this shoe. Yeah, maybe maybe not firm is the word. Meg, how many miles do you have on yours now? Because you've done a couple workouts and now the 10K. Um, probably close to 25, 30, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah, so I just have 
one 10 mile run in it. So I can't say. Actually, maybe, and, maybe more than that. I might have closed I mean, yeah, to 35. Yeah. Sorry, go okay. ahead. I have, I have real close to 10 on mine. I still need to throw on some more, but I found like, especially like, obviously running on the treadmill is different than running outside, but outside it felt snappy and good. Uh, it feels super light on the foot. I'm not sure what mine weighs. I didn't bring in the scale, um, but it feels light on the foot. The only thing I don't love is I do feel like it does that that narrowish feeling, like it's almost a little too narrow in the heel and uh, in the throat here. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't roll my ankles on the yeah, trail. I, I almost did a couple. I times. think it'd be real tough to get a feel for it on that trail because the the underneath your foot is always changing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it on another run on the road. Yeah. The other nice thing about this is the upper. I think they're saying there's like, it's really water resistant. So like when you're sweating a bunch, it doesn't really soak up and get any heavier. And like, I felt like even though I was sweating profusely, like the shoes felt light the whole time and they were like really, really good for that. Oh yeah, I felt the same because I was running in basically mud. <laughs> mud and rain and water and sweat and... I, th- I did think that it didn't your conditions that you ran on the NCR trail are like my <laughs> least favorite conditions ever because even when it rains it doesn't cool off and then you just mm-hmm. have like a slimy feeling because you've got your sweat mixed with moisture that doesn't evaporate because yeah. it's so humid out so it's just like you're gross yep I don't know but yeah Meg I think the word you're looking for for the upper is hydrophobic it's probably mm-hmm. the word but it's sounds fancy do you have you do you use a runner's loop or are you just using the top there. Just the top. I don't use the runner's, the runner's loop. Old, that is the old triple nine. for amateurs. These laces were so long. No, it's not for amateurs. <laughs> a lot of people like getting a lot. Um, I will say they are they are long, um, the t- but so but long. they're um they're very good at staying tied. Like in fact, it's hard for me to get them untied once they are tied. But that's a nice feature to have when you're racing because you don't have to worry. I noticed you didn't untie. I never do. <laughs> Yeah. So, and the, the other thing is I felt like the upper fits really well. It does have a lot of room in the forefoot and people were like, I took a picture and they're like, wow, it's so baggy in the, the toe. I'm, it doesn't bother me at all. It's mm. kind of like, yeah, it's not snug against the forefoot and it, did, it crinkles up. But did you feel they ran long? Cause I had to send mine back and get a half size down. And then Ryan, who's a half size bigger than me, they fit him. So, oh, that's weird. I thought um, mine were fine. Mine felt fine. Also, do you know who wore the yeah. shoe yesterday as well? That's so weird. Yeah, the winner, Helena Beer. Yep. Oh, she wow. only ran like... What a guess. I don't know, <laughs> seven minutes faster than me or something like that. Wow. Pretty good, though. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, that shoe is $280, so... That could play into, like, where we put it on the hot list. Yeah. I mean, but look um, at it. I don't know. It's, it's a good looking shoe. It's only. It, it is, is a good looking shoe. It is shoe. probably the best I like all the shoe. printer marks on it, like the registration marks, the tone mm-hmm. printing. They and brought it, it into the sock liner. I did too. I think it's pretty cool. All right. So that's, uh, that was a pretty good shoe. Pretty exciting. So we're. I mean, Meg, are you going to run in it more for more races, do you think? So like I'm going to do the Arbutus 10K on July 4th. Because I hated it so much last year, why yeah. not do that again? Um, 
And I'm, I, yeah, I'm thinking about wearing the on again. I mean, I like it. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Um, Who would have guessed? Who would have said this was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, a year ago. No one would have thought that. Do you guys want to see my medal? And Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I have the same one. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but did you get this? I do. I have the same one. Oh. No, I Ooh, did not. Media pass. Who's fancy? Very. It's pretty, pretty rad. I probably do have the media pass. Too, <laughs> yeah. And so did you hang out with Allie on the run while you were there? Allie Feller? Yeah. So Allie and Laura Green ran together. It was Allie's sort of like last race before she has her surgery. So um, it was like a big a big sort of celebration of that before she comes back, which we all know she will and be even faster and better. But um, we hung out afterwards for a little while. That's why she got me that media pass so I could go in the VIP section with her and all the, you know, fancy people. Um, nice. And nice. get yourself a high noon or a truly. Yeah. The VIP was very, it was basically just a street that was just had a little blocker next to it. It was really nothing. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was fun. Gotcha. Cool. Um, Thomas, what else? What's been going on with you? Dude, so much. Uh, my wife left, went up to Boston. So I've been kind of doing my own thing and having to take care of myself. So that's pretty How's cool. that working out? Are you, I mean, you're still alive, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's working out. I think I'm more resourceful than uh, maybe I get credit for. Okay. <laughs> Um, no, I like that. Yeah. Last night though, you know how we're saying Baltimore is beautiful and it is. Yeah. It's wonderful. The Nick's fish house make, it was actually a lot of fun. Like we sat on the deck. It was a little hot when we first got there, but as it started cooling down the evening, so it was I, like beautiful. We were like right on the water. The boats are going. It was nice. Yeah. It's a nice spot. But then we went back to Canton and, uh, we're walking back and I, I was saved because, you remember Waltz, Waltz in. We've taken Kafuzi there. We've taken ben, other celebrities ben there. Ben Johnson, neither of which did karaoke, which I'm still <laughs> mad about. Yeah. So. Nor, nor, listening to this, nor Jello shots. Podcast. And, yeah, it's embarrassing. I actually will never do the Jello shots again, knowing that they're made in. You Wales. say that now. Anyway, you, and um, you only end up at Waltz after we, you've had like 10 too many drinks. And then at that point, you're already making bad decisions. Yeah, that's true. Also, alcohol. Yeah, and alcohol kills all germs. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they're made. It's fine. Well, so here's the good here's the good news. The bar was actually closed. So we all mm. walked over there, and then we all decided that was a sign, and it was time to shut things down. But the weirdest thing, Meg, when I was walking up the street to our house, it was, there was so much, um, like there was cockroaches just walking around the street. I mean, yeah. Like, were they... Doing a in a conga line, kind of <laughs> hanging out, or was it more no what, in disarray? I think I think what it is is because you know some of these uh, row houses don't have the back area, so they have to put their garbage out front. Yeah, and I think that it was like the cockroaches have figured this out, and they're like, "Hey, check it out, smorgasbord." Yeah, yeah, they need to figure that out. I, I'm not a big fan of cockroaches, and that that's one. Yeah, those and rats. I'm just like. No, thank you. I don't. Is anyone actually a fan of cockroaches? Uh, is, is there a natural predator for them? Do you like squirrels eat them or something? Probably rats eat them, honestly. So it's a little circle of life there. But 
not sure. I'm sure birds and stuff too, maybe. Mm. Oh, but there's a lot of spotted lantern flies coming in our neighborhood. So if you see those, kill them. But I honestly, it's an uphill battle. You're what is that? Kill them all. No, we're gonna have. It's an it's a pest from you know those came came over from Asia and started in Pennsylvania, and basically just destroys. They have no natural predators, so it's they just like destroy trees and stuff because there's so many of them. Like in my parents' yard, there'll be a tree and there'll be just like thousands of them on a tree, mm. and it's just yeah you'll see them you'll they're in so they're in our migrate down to our area now so you'll i've seen them outside but it's they always say kill them but there's so many of them that it literally makes no, no difference whether you kill them or not it's just is what it is and of course then it's they'll probably try to they'll try to introduce a natural predator that ends up disrupting everything else and they'll have to get something to destroy it. i mean it's just an endless yeah um, endless battle i've read that book when i was a kid <laughs> yeah then we all die. Yeah. But that's still hopefully 10 years away. Um, I went to I went to Dude Perfect last night. I took my kids there. Was it perfect? Yeah. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I know what it I is. I do not. Yeah, like from YouTube? It's pretty rad. Um, so it's the guys that do the trick shots. Um, like the... They, they were kind of the first people to do it. It's a crew of like six of them. And they... They started out just doing like basketball trick shots and then it elevated to where now they just they have 50 million subs on youtube they're huge um they do stuff like maybe they'll put a basketball hoop like at the bottom of a 10-story building yeah and make the shot shoot it from a plane oh, okay. um do like golf shots on moving vehicles things like that and but they have a live show that incorporate some trick shot stuff like there's like a challenge between the team members they have different games and then they also have like spin-off series on their youtubes which is like you know just that they do basically live and in person and but i will tell you man kids love that like they are obsessed with it and they to, did you have to buy a dude perfect t-shirt i didn't one of my friends um kind of knows them so he he got in early and did like a VIP thing and then gave my kids the stuff swag that he got. So didn't have to spend the money on nice. the swag, which is nice. Dude, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. see what you and, did there. Uh, but I, I yeah, I just got the tickets off StubHub the day before, so got them for pretty cheap and it was worth it. Mm. All right, second check-in. Hydration is the theme. We talked about it. We're gonna talk about it again. So do you know where your uh, water sources are? Do you have to hide a bottle in the bushes or do you live in an urban setting where you know where the water fountains are? Or do you just carry a water bottle with you? Or maybe even a hydration pack when it's really hot. I don't know, man, but you really need to make sure that you're dialing that in these dog days of summer. So I'm guessing, Meg, you're starting to get texts from the crew coming in. Has anybody let you know that they've landed yet? No. What I what I just got a text, though, was, and I went to go get my phone because while we were talking about Allie Feller, she texted, she's wearing Fuel for the Soul oh, really? tank, and she looks great. So, Allie, nice. you look amazing. Wow. So that's great. So I remember you took some shirts up. I didn't think that you would get him to him. And how did how did you manage? Did you bring it to the race? No, Allie's Allie's got her shipped directly to her home. Oh, fancy! 
Are there any more of those left that people can buy? Yeah, I think we have limited sizes left, but um, if you do want to buy one, you just go to shop.believeintherun.com and uh, you can pick one up. Yeah, Japan's back in stock and that one's flying. Mm. It's on Now it's on 100% cotton. Yeah, it's a nice... It's a nice addition to your summer wardrobe. Dude, I love it. Ring spun. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, so what what does it even mean if it's ring spun? They just put it like put a lot of rings in the washing machine with it and then turn it on. I thought, you know that game that you go and you swing the ring and it lands oh, yeah. on the hook? Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe they just They just hang away. each shirt individually from that game and then it spins around. And then they weave it together. Okay. And it makes magic. Wow. Oh. That's a time time intensive way to make t-shirts, but what do you got to do? Yeah, ring spin. It. <laughs> um, we should invent a new way to make. T- well, I guess Satisfy made a new way to invent t- to make t-shirts, which would just shoot them with a shotgun. Well, I don't know what their technique for the moth eating is, but we are going to. Take, I, I thought you were going to do that this weekend. No, I'm doing it next weekend. Uh, we're taking a limited number of the Japan shirts, and I'm going to make them into moth eaten, just like Satisfy. I'm going to. Splash them with a little bit of bleach. They'll be very limited edition. I think we'll have like four to five of them tops. But you could have your very own. Thomas shot your shirt with a shotgun. Like you're actually going to shoot them with a shotgun, correct? Yeah. From how, I wonder from how far away. Uh, I, think, I think I want to get pretty far away because you want you, the shot to disperse. When so When is this happening? Where? Yeah. So you you know when we're going to Liam's birthday party yeah. next week? I've it's, arranged with Rob James. This is like a three year old, by the way, that, <laughs> <laughs> who has an arsenal that uh, he would help me. Uh, I'm employing him to help me uh, do this artwork. Hmm. You you might have to be there to videotape, Meg. I don't want. Right, we don't have a videotape, but maybe with your mobile phone. I don't want any part of that. Are you kidding? This uh, performance art, Meg. Oh, I wonder. I got, I'm going up to my family's farm for the Fourth of July, so maybe I could. We could do like a fireworks version too. I could shoot some mortars <laughs> through it. That might be more difficult and more dangerous. Yeah. yeah. But, or just a shotgun. I mean, I could take a shotgun too and do that. So yeah. I don't know. I, I'm interested to see. I really am interested to see. And I, I wonder what their method is. Satisfied does actually for their shirts what if they do have just like a moth colony in their warehouse that they're very like they, they take care of i don't think that's what they do like if they have pet moths in no there. i i'm gonna i'll take a, i'll bring in my shirt that i have that's the moth it to me it just looks like they either have a machine where they just stamp it or and like i know we should have asked him when they he was on the podcast how they do that he's not gonna tell us i mean it's just holes yeah they have it under their, if you look up the description, our our process, our patented process of moth eating. Tech. How about the satisfied shorts with Oakley that were $430? I would, if I spent that much on a pair of shorts, I would want it written real big on it. I had to spend $440. Because otherwise, like, you're just running up with, like, shorts on. Yeah, and they, and look, we talked about how sometimes... I feel like it's okay. Some things can be expensive. I still think four hundred thirty dollars is just kind of like it's just for, and it looked kind of like you peed your pants a little bit with those shorts because because you just got <laughs> yeah because you spent that much money. Right. They have a dark spot on the shorts. It looks mm. like 
you know, either Grundle Sweat or P, <laughs> one of them. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Meg, are you getting them for me for Christmas? <laughs> uh, probably not. That With that description, that doesn't sound great for anyone. <laughs> Start saving now. Dude. <laughs> But they, I'm pretty sure they sold out of, all, actually, that was the one that they hadn't sold out of like an hour after it came out. But everything else I think they did sell out of. I do want to talk about um, Western States and Courtney DeWalter. Like, have you, did you yeah, see Yeah, she crushed by an hour. Hour and 20 minutes she broke the record. She's superhuman. Like, like there's, she's a, I don't know how to describe her other than she's superhuman. It boggles the mind. So they, I saw a chart of the times that she's beat from the past, and it was like, like she beat Killian Jornet's winning time, and <sighs> and multiple other legends of running like Scott Jurek and people like that. She, wow, she beat their winning times for Western States, which is just crazy. So where do you put her? Like, how do you, how do you quantify? Like, because like obviously we're like Illy Kipchoge, greatest marathoner of all time. You have. Uh, Courtney DeWalt, would you would it just be endurance? Like where where is her? I get where's yeah. her spot? Like what do you call that? Because like it's just such a unique focus space that she's in. This ultra distance can just crush and like with determination. Yeah, but she's fast and can withstand. And she didn't even have a pacer for that race, which is pretty much usually when you're. You know, a lot of the people that set the records before have pacers as well. She's just solo doing her thing, which is even. Laura Green and I were talking about this. I don't get it for a while, and um, she was saying like Courtney's beating guys who are like two eighteen and faster marathoners, but she's beating them in these races, and like that's crazy. Right. True. That's where I'm like, I. It's so hard to quantify. Like where she falls in, I mean, she might be one. Of, I mean, she's obviously one of the greatest runners of all time. But like, I mean, she came in sixth overall, like overall, yeah. Which is, I don't know, it's mind blowing. And I think she beat the next woman by like an hour. Did Did you see? And obviously, she's wearing Solomon, um, she's a Solomon athlete. But right. the guy that won also broke the record this year, right? No, he he had the fourth fastest all okay. time. Fourth, and he was wearing a shoe I hadn't seen before from Adidas. Yeah, they had it. That's they had it at TRE. Did um, we look at it? I saw. Oh it. yeah, it's because it you were focusing on the trail stuff with the. Yeah, trailer. it was that one that we posted, and they made us take take down Cause, because he came in third at UTMB last year in the same shoe. So can we post it now? No, they're like that. That's the thing. It was like everybody's seen it. Yeah. Um, it's a carbon plated. Like P-back style race, like trail shoe. It's pretty sick. Yeah, and it looks they're rad. doing very well in a lot of their races in the shoe. Um, What's the Nike course, shoe that was all over the four, podium? I was actually... So that was the the um, Ultra Fly. Okay. So that was second place male. But they... I, I tallied up the shoe counts. And Adidas Terex had four... So this is among the top 10 in both men and women. They had four. Um, and then I think the next closest was Hoka had two. I think like... Solomon had one. Solomon, obviously Solomon had one. <laughs> um, and then the and then Lululemon was eighth place. Get out of here. Yeah. Who, 
Who's yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, it was so it wasn't Camille Heron because she DNF, but she was actually Camille Heron was in the top ten for a while, and then I think. Wait, Lou Lemon has a trail shoe. Um, yes, that's what Camille Heron's wearing now. So it was, uh, I, you know, Leah Yingling, who's she's pretty legit. So she yeah, finished in seventeen forty nine in that shoe. Camille doesn't consider herself a trail ultra runner. Right. She, right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but or at least she did a thing about how ultra running isn't always on trails and right something i forget what it was so we got to get that shoe in for review because i'm very interested the lulu yeah all right we know a girl yeah um but anyways either way that just yeah that blew my mind and it's like i don't know can she get faster apparently and she's doing hard rock in i think three weeks trying to win that too Mm. but Anyways, you gonna stick with the marathon distance, Meg? Yeah, um, I'm good. Never. I, I sh- you can't say never, but I have absolutely no desire to do a hundred miler, like not even a little bit. I know this because I listened to your uh, interview on Allie on the Run. Yeah, which was one fifty miler, which nearly cool. destroyed me. I can't even yeah. imagine doing that twice. Yeah, I can't believe you ran. Which North Face shoe was that? It was like one of those clunkers of a shoe, wasn't yeah. it? It was when they were really bad at making. Yeah, yeah it was so bad. <laughs> I ran in it too. I didn't have as bad of an experience mm. as Meg had. <laughs> it wasn't great, but, but it wasn't the worst. Uh, this was how many years ago? Eight years ago? Not that long, was it? Was it after Trans Rockies or? Uh, I don't. It, yeah, it would have had to have been made. I've been here for five we, years, so it had to be before then. But we weren't, yeah. Hmm. It, it was probably eight years ago. I can figure Michael it out. Michael Wardian was there. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to look up your athletes? No, she's just going to go to her Instagram, see a picture of her and her sister together, and <laughs> be like, okay, this is how long ago it was. Um, but yeah, I was. 2015. Oh, what was it going to reference about that interview? Okay, so yeah, eight years ago. And I still oh. haven't forgotten it. <laughs> it seemed like... No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Oh, have you been walking the dog by yourself, Thomas, and fake holding hands with Megan? I have. Uh, it was <laughs> a little weird this morning without Megan. Uh, you know, we went out. He's also doing weird shit, like he's totally picking different routes. Oh, he's free now. He's, he's making audible. <laughs> While the cat's away, the dog will play. Dude, he had us walk all the way across Conkling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, we went across Conkling. He's trying to explore the city. Yeah. I like it. He's like, uh, he's like, don't worry about it. I know where we're going. <laughs> yeah. That would have been cool if he led you to some treasure or something that you didn't know about. I know. Well, today I made an entire pot of coffee knowing that I'm the only one home. Mm. I, I gotta get we gotta finish up this podcast so I can go drink some more coffee because I got I've only had the one cup so Can't far. That go to waste. Robbie, you know you and Ralphie would probably get along great because he'd probably lead you to some really great trash and definitely some dumpsters you didn't even know existed. Oh Ooh, yeah, and they both eat stuff off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you know you're gonna get sick from that? <laughs> Robbie, I don't care. Oh man, okay, I do have bathroom stories, so it's, it's not that great, but. Yesterday I had my kids and we're walking around and 
we were walking around Inner Harbor, but I had to, I would just like carry the food and sorry, this is, doesn't make sense to anybody, but we were, we were going to the arena to see the show, the Dude Perfect, Dude Perfect. show. And you, you're not allowed to bring anything in. Like they just don't let you, br- I tried to bring my Johnji bit. Sling bag in one time, and they were like, "Absolutely not!" But then I can kind of convince them that I, to take it in. No Anyways. men purses. So I was like, "We had to carry our crackers and stuff around with us." That were we we got to the Inner Harbor a couple hours early and just walked around. So, and side note, if you're gonna go to a show where they don't let you bring anything in, I brought like a handheld flask, like a runner's flask, so then you can just empty it out, put it in your pocket, and then you can use it, like fill it up at the water stations inside the venue. Okay. The water filling stations. <laughs> so you don't have to buy the water there. That's a cheap person pack. <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, You could just tie a rope around your waist and tie a bottle down <laughs> down into your crotch there. No, I think it's it's like too big. The sensors pick it up. Mm. Um, yeah, so depending on the person. Um, so the, we we were walking around Inner Harbor and we had to stop to go to the bathroom at the visitor center. And my one of my kids uh, ends up going in the stall. And I look, I turn around and look under and then the crackers that were like, is our snack is just like sitting on the floor, like right, mm. like right in front of the toilet. And I was like, dude, I was like, why did you put that on the floor? It's just, like the whole floor is just covered covered wait here. like and like the like, like the crackers this? weren't in a bag or anything this is just like crackers on the floor they're in the pack like it's one of those six pack of crackers you know like uh yeah you know like yeah. we give the boys the peanut yeah, butter like crackers to- toast chi or whatever yeah and but i was it was just sitting there and i'm just like dude like why would you think it's okay to just put it on the bathroom floor so then i had to i Wash them off in the sink with tons of soap and water because I was like, yeah, they're not open. It's fine. And yeah, yeah. So far, he's not sick, so I guess it worked. But I just it's re- still gross, though. It's just like the whole idea of oh, anything no. touching that area of the bathroom is disgusting. So you had the two boys by yourself, and one time when I had my two boys by myself, mm-hmm. you go to the bathroom and you try to work on the one that needs the most help. Yeah. So. Theo really had to go to the bathroom, and Henry's there, and I'm trying to take care of Theo. Henry just runs up to a urinal and starts playing with the puck in it, and it's like got face in it and like hands touching <laughs> yeah. it, and and I, I about lost it. Oh, dude, yeah, you might have to like just cut off your kid's arms. Yeah, I was point. like, I was, I got out the hose, <laughs> I got out some of this. Uh, what is this cream I'm putting on my forehead here? Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's no good. Get it all. All right. Final check-in. You thirsty? You probably are. If you've been running and it's hot and you're sweating, you probably want to wring out your shirt. Please do not do an Instagram post of you wringing out your shirt to show everybody how much sweat was in it. Nobody likes those. They're pretty gross. Anyhow, finish up your run. Make sure you take in some tasty beverages afterwards and hydrate and uh, get ready for your next run. Oh, I want to get real quick because... I was thinking about going to the bathroom before a run, and I want to give a shout out, not related to that, to Aldrin, our stability reviewer, because when I was in Florida last week, we got to do a run together down on Amelia Island, and that kid's great. He's a he's a good dude, great stability reviewer. So, um, 
and I think he's going to be coming up here for the great party, which we should tr- we should mention. By the way, we should start teasing that. More out. than mention, we should start hyping this shit like right now. Yeah. So this is when the hype starts. All right, I'm going <laughs> to tell you something. If you've ever wanted to meet Kafuzi, the guy who takes his shirt off in videos, yeah, he's not a runner. He's just a guy who takes his shirt off. Yeah, he's going to be here. You've got. Uh, we're going to be. I guess I could tell people for the first 150 people that register who RSVP, we're going to give away CLA hats to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a big... T- so the Summer Grit Party, if you don't know and you never come to one, it's pretty much the best party in the world. The second only to the Winter Grit Party. Yeah. Sometimes they're better, sometimes they're not. They're always awesome. But any Grit Party is a good time. And it's going to be here in Baltimore on Saturday, June, July, July... 20th. Nope, nope, nope. Thursday. Have, what's the official Thursday, time? July 20th. Wait, I thought it was on a Saturday. Nope. It's on a Thursday. It's uh, it's our Believe Run Club. Oh. 6.30 p.m. Uh, run. And it, we're going to finish up with, we'll have, we'll, we'll have some <laughs> beverage, beverages here post, post run, but the, we're going to take the party over to ministry. Okay. And, you know, Really go at it. But the other thing that we're going to be, we'll have demos for ASIC shoes. ASIC's team will be here. We even have some of the executives from Japan are going to actually be here for the party. So should people, what's, when should people get here for the party? I'm going to say 6. The run will start at 6.30. Okay. And I think we just do our regular Thursday night run, mm-hmm. which has two options. You can either do, I think it's like a five-mile where you run along the water. Yeah. And then there's a three mile, which kind of cuts. They both meet up at the science center. We take a photo. Then we turn around, head back. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, let's have some fun. Kick it. Yeah. And you're getting miles for grid anyway. What shoes, do you know what shoe trials are going to be? I think it's going to be the Kayano. Okay. Kayano 30. Yeah. But anyways, that's going to be a good time. That's free. Again, CLA is giving away 150 hats the first yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's the first 150 people that RSVP or first 150 people that show up? It's for RSVPs. Okay. So you ha- you're going to have to RSVP. If you just show up, you will not be entitled to it. Oh, maybe, or maybe you will. If other people don't. I don't know. But you're chancing it. We'll say that. Um, yeah, so that'll be an awesome time. And if... Meg, when does the... Can you tell everyone when they're... Um, summer hydration tour starts yeah just to recap the uh first stop will be july 14th um we're going to austin then following that up in miami july 17th the baltimore stop will be part of our hydration store so that july 20th party we're talking about then we head to oklahoma city july 22nd nashville july 29th Atlanta, August 10th, and Boston back here, uh, August 19th. And that will also serve as the shakeout for Falmouth Road Race. Sweet. That's awesome. The dudes are so hyped up about Falmouth. That's everybody was talking about last night. And, uh, Robbie, you almost forgot we're going to California in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so Thomas and myself will be in Oakland, California at Renegade Running. That's July 8th. And we'll be doing... Dude, that's so soon. Did I get that off the top of my head? July that's 8th. correct. Yeah. Um, we'll be doing a run, an afternoon run, actually. I, and, yeah. And with the Norda 002 
celebrating that launch. And we'll also be doing a live podcast, which should be real interesting. It should be. <laughs> Let's <laughs> hope it is. <laughs> but it Will be. the live uh, podcast so eventually air on our channel for everyone? Or do you have to be there? Oh, yes, for sure. It won't no, be no. live. Like we'll be doing it live in person. Uh, in, in person, person podcast, yeah. I guess. And then we'll we'll publish it, and everybody can get down with it. I think we should talk to people in the crowd. Maybe maybe do some like he- Q and A. Have them heckle. Like, should, oh yeah, should be like a crowd roast of us. I like that. Could turn ugly. I'm very sensitive though. Um, the other thing, make, though, we'll, make sure that face. Clears I know up. a swoosh. <laughs> um, it's an easy target right there. I know pepperonis. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, All right, go ahead. The yeah. Next, what are you going to say next? I forget. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to throw it in there. Yeah, it's fine. I hope nothing ever happens to your face. I don't. I don't think it actually. I don't actually think it looks that bad. It. It. You know what it does? It. It itches. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not pleasant. I'll, get, I'll go buy some aloe for you or some cortisone cream. Yeah. Can you? Oh, that's the thing I wanted to ask you. Can you like put layers of stuff on top of it? So See, can you do sunscreen? Can you do cortisone cream? I did. Could you do aloe? Anything okay. like that? So she said I could, but not right. Like I have to let it absorb and then can do it. Okay. But I'm just trying to get this over with. So I'm just like, yeah, put it on, let it rip. Let it ride. Yeah, get done. Um. Yeah, I have a feeling maybe she doesn't even know. She's just let her just like this. We're just learning about this stuff, so maybe just don't do other stuff to it. Well, what I was worried about is I because I ran in here and it's pretty hot out. My sweat was dripping in my mouth. I'm like, I'm getting chemo tongue. Oh (laughs) man! Start getting some boils on your tongue. Looks like a Harry Potter curse or something. I mean, it pretty much is. (laughs) Man, all right. Well, I'll be thinking of you and my thoughts. Robbie, are you yeah. buying fireworks to set off on the 4th? Uh, probably, probably, most likely. I'll have to see what my budget allows, allots for. My Now, my brother's going to be there who's very into fireworks, so he's probably going to spend a lot of money. And usually I try to keep it under, you know, $150. Are fireworks expensive? So, I don't know anything about fireworks. So like if you get a if you get a mortar like the 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 best ones you get like a mortar with a tube and everything um you know for I go to a place that's pretty cheap not one of those chains that charge you out the nose for fireworks but I go to like Spirit. yeah those they're expensive dude it's ridiculous the phantom phantom fireworks so where do you go some places just like it's a local one by our house and it's just a family that owns it and they have like really nice selections so the the mortars say you get like a i want to say it's like an 18 pack maybe but it's 70 dollars, so it's about three dollars a shot maybe four dollars a shot so if you think about it each one time you set one off it's like there's four dollars it's four dollars worth of entertainment poof (laughs) but like like it goes as fast as megan's horse gambling money i still got some to spend by the way um is (laughs) Are they like <laughs> are they like big fireworks or are these like little fireworks? Oh no, they're the ones that go like two hundred yards in the air and explode like large not Oh like the mini like real ones? Yeah, like real ones. Like the the but I mean the you flowers. Feel, yeah, yeah, you feel it in your chest. I mean it's a big like I feel it in my finger. Then four nice. four dollars seems um, very reasonable. That is entertainment. Yeah, I think 
I think it's fair. To scare dogs? It's totally reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dogs, they just need to get used to it. But <laughs> um, if, if they've been doing it in China for thousands of years, they know what's going on. Yeah, they're not too kind to dogs either. So, that's true. <laughs> so we, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, but there's a, a bunch of other kinds too, you know, like the, you can put ones on the ground, but that shoot really high. Obviously, you know, you got your bottle rockets, Husker Doos, Husker Dolans, screaming memes, <laughs> yes, whistling kitty chasers with without <laughs> the scooter stick. But you realize that's a quote from a movie. Make <laughs> her face is totally still. Yeah, okay, there okay. we go. Joe Dierte. But yeah, I, I feel like like my family kind of goes in on it too, so I get funds from different people and then just go and get it and then put on when the i when you say my family gets into it what i picture is uh vacation that family that lives in the trailer and mm -hmm. like everybody comes out and they're like i like your shoes you, you said you like my shoes clark so i got you a pair <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah pretty pretty accurate um no but july 4th is kind of my favorite holiday so it's because of independence um uh, it's mostly just blowing stuff up is it's like a you get a free pass okay. on explosions and what's so. your meal like you know thanksgiving has turkey oh yeah i mean it's what do you get for fourth of july what's like the celebratory food uh i mean my family goes pretty hard on the picnic stuff so all the you know hamburgers hot dogs potatoes, potato salad, potato salad yes. macaroni salad like we make homemade ice cream like oh my god thing. yeah uh, turning and my mom like we have raspberries on the farm so like we'll pick a bunch of raspberries put that on top mm. of the ice cream it's actually wait are nice. you not um yeah, gonna awesome. make some fresh cherry juice for this outing they're not in season anymore, so they only were in season for like a week. So wow. that's it. Yeah. Your cherry dreams are done. But yeah, they were short lived. It was good while it lasted. I'm not saying your family lives in a trailer. What I'm saying <laughs> is, when you say we get all together with the fireworks, that's where I picture. That's what I picture. I mean, it's not too far off. Like, there's definitely part of the family tree that <laughs> is in that space you should i could say i don't know why they call it hamburger helper it does fine all by itself <laughs> <laughs> what's that for? is that for that's from vacation national yeah yeah um he just hands him a bun with like the hamburger helper with no meat <laughs> <laughs> that's for, do you, did you call him sloppy do you call him sloppy joes or did you call no, sloppy joes are sloppy joes there's a specific sloppy joe yeah hamburger helper we kind of just called anything that was like a sloppy joe, just the meat and uh, that you Any, put on a bun. Anything extra, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, so should be fun. Should be a good time. Who makes the homemade so, ice cream? Hopefully. Come. Uh, my uncle. So he has like a, one of the machines that you kind of you know, just put the ice in and the, mix the cream and everything else, sugar, whatnot. So. so while you were out earlier, Meg, because we can see Meg's hotel room, your bed is nicely made. Did you do that yourself or while you were out running, did they, <laughs> they straighten up? I did you? that. <laughs> nice work. <Whoa. laughs> Man, you ma maids must love you. I mean, I try to keep it tidy. I'm here for like four nights. Are they called maids housekeepers? I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like a new. I have to say housekeeper now. Or it's probably, um, it might not even be that anymore. Housekeeper? Service representative? I don't know, I don't maybe. Know. I did go running yeah, around the Charles Instead of River this morning and oh, um, casually oh, just nice. saw Molly Seidel out there running. 
which is always oh cool. really yeah <laughs> i know i saw her at the race yesterday but it was feels she, like, different when she's like out in the wild and it's like oh there's molly just running like mm-hmm. like a normal person yeah did you did you say hi to her no she was like on the other side of the street which I was like, I wonder why she's crossing to go over there because I was like behind her. And then I realized exactly why, because I went to this dead end and then I had to like figure out how to get back to cross this bridge. And I was like, I probably should have just followed her, but that would have looked weird. So, yeah, it was a thing. <laughs> oh, man. That's cool. That's crazy. Um, Anything else we got to talk about today? No, I think we should wrap it up. I got to run home. Okay. Oh, you got to drink that coffee. <laughs> I got to drink that coffee. Got I got stuff. Okay. <laughs> vague, uh, vague stuff to do. Vague's <laughs> yeah. out of town. I yeah. got stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm not asking any you questions. Clean, you're gonna clean the house, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sounds okay. accurate. Um, maybe Thomas has a gambling addiction, and he's got to go home and place his bets. I do have like five screens set up for various like weird sports. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, plus I got to help the winger group. You know, overthrow Russia. So, oh yeah, I forgot about that. that. The resistance. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. All right. So, have a good time in Boston, and we'll see you in a few days. Yeah, may take notes so that people know what it's like. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> and photos, maybe make a video or something. All right. Yeah, we'll try. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. So that's it. It's a wrap. Thanks, Brandon, for editing this up. Thanks, Megan, for joining us live from Boston. Thank you. Uh, again, it's been a joy hosting you. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> Say hi to your mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> All, right. All right. That's a wrap. See ya.